0: Well, what a week since the last time I spoke to you between being away, feeling like crap, and more. But I'm here. It's Thursday. I'm back for another podcast. And by God, have I got a lot to talk about today? Welcome back to the Moor Army podcast for another episode. Welcome back to this Thursday's edition of the podcast, the first time I've spoken to you in well over a week. Um, hope you're all doing well out there. Um, welcome back to the program for the first time in, what is it, nine, ten days since I put a podcast out. Um, Hope I put it out there again, once again, it's doing very, very well. Welcome back. Um, Got a lot to talk about today on the podcast, but... Before I do get into any more of the show today, I just want to send a an apology for no podcast over the last week or so, as uh, I have been extremely busy, and also, I've been feeling like shit. And this has been totally straight to the point, guys. So if I sound a bit groggy today, then uh, well, I'm going to apologise, I'm just going to be honest with you. I, since last Sunday, I've been feeling absolutely cream-crackered, and that's the God's honest truth. <laughs> I haven't been feeling great. Um, I don't know what it is, but I've been feeling like like a, a lorry's ran over me. Not even not even sick. Just really bad, fatigued, and run down. But more on that shortly. i only got loads to talk about today in the podcast. My God. The world's been going fucking boogaloo since the last time I spoke to you. But anyway, yes. Thank you for all your messages over the last few days. People have been asking where the podcast has been. Um, I haven't really posted much on social media, um, I posted a vlog, vlogs up until last Sunday where I was starting to feel a bit like crap, but I've got uh, oh, bits and bobs to post out still because I've got a vlog to post out from my birthday, which was last Saturday, uh, Which we'll probably chat about that in just a minute. But anyway, before we go any more into the podcast today, i talk about the subjects on hand. And what has been going on with me Let's get into the the housekeeping As I like to call here on the podcast A week before we move any forward Guys, if you're new to the Moor Army Podcast Or you are a regular listener Obviously you probably know how to get in touch with the show by now But if you don't know how to get in touch with the program Here on the Moor Army Podcast You can get in touch with us by the following methods First of all the email Which is at Yahoo.com. Also the old trusty social media which first of all is Facebook, which is Mur Army YouTube channel on the Facebook. Please drop a like on the page, I would appreciate it. Um, also on Instagram, which is official, Matthew Moore on Instagram. You can contact me through there. Also, I'm on Threads now. I know, Threads, this new social media platform, Threads. Uh, you can follow me on our official Matthew Moore as well. And for all your merchandise, which is just dropped some new merchandise, um, my podcast t-shirt actually arrived two days ago. I haven't even opened it from the packaging guide. That's how bloody crap I felt like the last few days. I'm going to be wearing it on my holiday soon. Um, and I'll be posting photos of me wearing it on social media and stuff in the next couple of days. Um, for your merchandise, for the Murami podcast, Murami YouTube channel, Lewis's new t-shirt as well, which a lot of you says you absolutely love it. Some of you have ordered it already. And all your uh, basically Moor Army Hub, where you can check out all the old previous videos, social media posts. You can check out anything else, you can get merchandise, links to the podcasts, whatever you want to do there. MoorArmy.co.uk. Guys, I'm sitting here this morning, well, heading towards lunchtime here today, feeling like the last couple of days have just been pie me and I haven't even seen much of the world. When I sit in here on Thursday, Recording this podcast, and I have not stepped one toe outside my door since Sunday night That's right. I've been in my home since Sunday night. I haven't stepped foot outside my door since Sunday night. I have been physically Drained I don't know what it is. I just want to sleep the clock round. I'm not feeling sick or fuck like that. I'm just feeling really fatigued really tired really run down beaten up, sore, just and before anybody out there who doesn't like me starts saying like, oh he's probably had fucking COVID and he's locked himself. He's out there spreading COVID everybody because I, I put a thing up. Um I was talking to someone the other day on social media and stuff and I replied to someone and somebody saw it and they wrote me a message saying, Oh, you must have COVID. You must be set to stay in the house for it. And I'm like, fuck off, will you? Clown. I'm got COVID. Um I'll tell you a story, guys. What happened was, I didn't do a podcast last Thursday because it was so busy last Thursday I couldn't get an hour even to sit down. And then when I finally got to sit down last Thursday night, it was too late to record a podcast. And then I sat and had a beer on Thursday night, and I kicked myself and thought, I haven't even had a chance to record a podcast today. I feel like shit. And I went and I got up on Friday morning. And Lewis and I were off for the weekend. You probably saw some of the vlogs over the weekend, which you'll probably see another one popping up on the the YouTube channel today. Um, We went off to Port Stewart, Port Portrush over the weekend there because we're away with the football team. And we were um, at Port Stewart on the Friday night. We were at Rain's Ground on the Saturday. And also, we were in Portrush on Saturday evening afterwards and then we come home on Sunday. Um, Great trip. First of all, I want to say thank you to the ones from Colerain and Port Stewart for the people who were at the the matches who come up to us. Um, Come up and said hello, said they love the videos. Met a real interesting uh, older man at the Rain game. He actually came up to me at the TV Gantry and said hello and said he watched the videos and he enjoys the podcast and, you know, he, he, he... Said he was you was know, great to see the, the job that I'd done bringing up Brooke and Lewis, which I thought was really, really kind of him to do that. Um, met some younger fans on Friday night. I actually met fans outside the cool Rain Ground on Saturday, plus we met younger fans as well on the Friday night at Port Stewart, which was great. So anybody who came up for a picture or want to talk or whatever, guys, appreciate it. It means a lot. Um, overall, it was a great weekend away. Um, got to spend some time with friends as well, which was even better. Um, we then on Saturday after football went down to Port Rush, which I have filmed part of a vlog for guys part of my birthday video um, because this past Saturday was my birthday and a lot of you guys there have been contacting me over the last couple of days about my birthday and stuff and wishing me a happy birthday and it was great to hear from so many people and I got a nice wee surprise which you'll see in the vlog coming up fucking bastards that football team of ours <laughs> <laughs> um, I know in particular, in particular one of the coaches Is actually probably listening to the podcast Because he always fucking does <laughs> Fucking idiot yeah. the, the club arranged After the co rain game well, I turned up at the ground Saturday with Lewis And obviously some of the players Who were playing on the Friday night Weren't playing on the Saturday game Some did, some didn't Um, But they were sitting at the pitch I Turned up and obviously they all knew It was my birthday through social media And through people talking at the club And whatever and they were like, oh happy birthday big man, happy birthday, happy birthday, oh, cheers, thanks lads, appreciate it well, One of our coaches, fucking big bastard he is, he says I'll see you after the game I said right, okay, no problem So I was just, when the game was over, I was putting the interview with the manager and stuff And waiting for him to come out of the dressing room and stuff And I, next minute I got one of the, the coaches stuck his head at the door and says Matty, can here, big man? And I says, what is it? I'm fucking Lewis switches the camera and follows me behind into the dressing room and they all proceeded to start sing, singing happy birthday to me and they handed me this wee small tiny cake. You, you see the video on my Instagram guys, it's fucking brilliant. Unbelievable. Um this wee small birthday cake with things because like, one of the boys in Belfast who couldn't make it to the game texted the boys and says pick up something for Molly for his birthday. <laughs> it's like great right, okay. So the whole fucking dressing room was singing happy birthday and Ach, it was nice, I, I appreciated it like, you know, because at the end of the day, guys, you know, I've been working in Irish League football, what, 13 years now and I've never once had anything like that done before and it was nice. It was it was a nice wee touch and I actually appreciated it because the camaraderie, uh, what's that word I'm looking for? The com- camaraderie, the camaraderie or whatever it was. The, the, the atmosphere and the, the bond that we have in our dressing room now and the connection that I have with the dressing room with the boys as well, you know all these new faces coming into the club it's like a whole big change around the club in the last few months it's just been brilliant since the new manager came in there in october no disrespect to previous managers and we got there but just at this minute in time the the atmosphere around our club at the minute is is, is fantastic and the the staff are brilliant and the, the players are so you know so great to be around all of them even the older heads have been there a while too as well it's been great to be around them all and, <clears throat> when I walked in that dressing room on Saturday, and the fuckers surprised me with a birthday, I was like you fucking sons of bitches. But it was a nice wee touch, and I, I do appreciate it a lot. And you know, it was it was awful nice and to do, it. and I really, really, really appreciate it. So, thank you guys if you are listening. I know some of you do. Cheers for that. I do appreciate it. it means a lot. So it does, and it actually brightened up my day because um, I was feeling a bit tired and groggy and stuff from whatever else. So. But no, it was good. That was that was nice for them. And then on Saturday night, me and Lewis went out with a couple of friends down to the uh, Portrush. Went down to the new Curries. It's called now instead of Barry's, but it used to be the uh, big place everybody goes there in Portrush. And we had ice cream and walked around the town and and just had a bit of fun. And that was good. I enjoyed it. It was a good trip, and we got to spend time with a, a friend of ours, and it was brilliant. We had a really, really good time. And then we came home on Sunday night. And then when I come home on Sunday night, I ended up being taken out for dinner for my birthday, last minute, which was brilliant. Um, Went out for a lovely meal, but then when I came back on the way home on the train, I kept saying to Lewis, you know, Lewis, I feel like shit. I'm not sick. I'm just really, really, really tired. And he was saying like, Dad, what's wrong? I mean, you 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 know you you bread at a prison VR and stuff. And I was like, I know, but I just feel really tired and fatigued and just run down and just burnt out and he was like, Okay, Dad, no problem, so I'll just go home and get get an early night. But then obviously I got surprised and taken out from my dinner for my birthday and stuff, which I went and had a great time. But when I come back home on Sunday night, I just felt so So tired. I mean guys, like, honestly, again, as I said, I wasn't feeling sick, or I wasn't feeling like I had a flu, or any bug, or anything I just felt physically drained. And I mean drained. So I went to bed Monday night, got up Monday night, just didn't feel, all day Monday, I just felt like crap. Just run down, tired, just didn't feel myself, just felt like shit. So I thought, right, I'll just take Monday and I'll just switch off, and I'll just, I'll just sleep. So I'll try to, and I tried to, and honestly, guys, from Monday to Tuesday, even yesterday, all I've been doing the last couple of days is sleep and just struggle to keep awake. Every day, I'm just feeling really, really fatigued. Really tired, just. I was talking to mummy day on the, other end of the phone. She's like, No, mum, no, you're fucking tired. You know, you don't really sleep much and you're traveling all the time and you're up and about. And then you were in London last weekend all traveling, God knows how much sleep you got there. And then you're coming home and you're running up and down the road by a football team and you're working fucking all the jobs that you work and you're doing all this stuff and you're out doing all that and you're not getting much sleep. And then the next minute you're, about, she says, You're fucking burnt out. And I went, mm, I'm all right, I'm used to it. And then mum reminded me, like, you're not fucking twenty, 21 anymore, you're 42, you have to calm down a bit. Mum, I'm only 42. And she's like, I know, but you know, mums are like, they fucking go on forever, like, but no offence mum. But just this last couple of days, even even today as I'm sitting here recording this podcast now, I'm still not feeling 100%, but I'm feeling a wee bit better today, to be honest with you. But all I've done is sleep, like literally sleep and rest and, and as I said to the start of this podcast I haven't even hardly walked it, I haven't walked it, the door sorry apart from what out the side of the house wants to put a bin in a bag in the bin I haven't stepped out of my house since Sunday night and this is Thursday I haven't sold the light of day it, it's just been uh, and even, even, I haven't even shaved. I haven't, I mean, at, at this moment in time when I'm recording this podcast, I look like I've been on a four day fucking bender with the boys on a stag party or something like that, but I haven't. I've just been fatigued and run down and exhausted. I mean, there was even last night, I was in bed early last night and I was watching TV and stuff, and, you know, just lying there, and Lewis came in and then sat in the bed and said, You all right, Dad? And we're, yeah, I'm just flicking through the TV here and stuff, and I was just sitting there and, me and Lewis were talking away and we started watching something on TV and we were laughing and joking about it. And then, literally, within about five minutes, Lewis told me when well I woke back up again. He turned around and was fucking sleeping. I was out like cold. And when <laughs> I woke up a couple of hours later, Lewis was in his bed watching TV and I came in to tell him to turn his TV and stuff off and he goes, Well, oh, you're awake, Dad? He says. I says, What? And he goes, You fell asleep. I was talking to you for five minutes and then you fucking passed out on me. So, I, I, I don't know what it is, guys, but just this last lot of days, I've been feeling really tired, burnt out, fatigued. <sighs> I don't know what it is. You know, and today's supposed to be a happy day for me, because today's Thursday, it's fucking beer day for me. You all know just to this podcast, it's beer day, and I'm normally out and about on Thursday, scooting about, and... Working in the morning, finishing up for the day, coming in, getting the house all cleaned and getting everything ready for the next day because you know, I'm having a couple of beers and that's the summertime so I'm normally up and about thinking right I don't have to get a birdie tomorrow morning because the kids aren't at school anymore I'll have a few beers, I'll stay up a bit an extra hour or two and then go to bed and get up the next day and I'll be fine But today, I don't know how I'm going to feel in a couple of hours from now guys but at the minute, I've had three cups of coffee today and I still feel and look like I've been ran over by a fucking bulldozer. But what I'm going to do is, after I record the podcast today, I'm going to get up and go for a nice walk to the shops because the shops have been shut for the last couple of days because of the whole parades over the 11th and 12th July parades here in Northern Ireland, um, which has been going on. The shops have been shut and stuff. So i want to get up and get myself a shave and a shower and try and get myself back up and just. I don't know what it is. Like if you saw me right now, you know me guys in the podcast or from the YouTube videos, I'm always clean, the head's always shaved and I'm, you know, I've got a, either a wee goatee beard or a bit of a stubble or clean shave whatever, at the moment I'm sitting here with a beard and fucking head full of hair, looks like a microphone. I just, I haven't got the energy. But here's hoping it picks up. And for any of you COVID freaks out there, no, I don't have COVID. No, I don't have COVID. And before you ask, no, I didn't do a test. I still got a lot of the old COVID fanatics contacting me here in the podcast. It's going on about me speaking about COVID. No one calling me a fucking whatever else to call me. I couldn't give a shit. But apart from that, guys, it's been fun. I've had a great, had a great weekend away. And here's the thing. Brooke went away on her first trip away. Well, Mini stroke holiday without her, her dad and her brother. She went away to the caravan with Paul on Monday and I haven't seen her since and she's home today actually So hopefully she's back in one piece, but for what she's been sending me, photographs and stuff and everything else, she's had a great time She was the other day going through a maze, many big giant mazes you go through She's had fire pits and barbecues and she's had a great time and it's been weird not having her. I haven't really seen her much in two weeks, to be honest with you. But she's home today, and I'm looking forward to seeing her. Because I haven't seen her uh, since Monday. And every time I've spoken to her, she's been telling me, Dad, stay in bed, sleep, rest. She even said to me, was it Tuesday afternoon, I think it was I spoke to her? She says, Dad, you're burnt out. You're constantly on the go all the time. You're not sleeping enough. You're burnt out. And that was always my problem for years guys And I think it's starting to catch up with me now So it's my own fault as well though Because I mean the last year year and a half or so Has been an absolute shit shit show for me And we've talked about it here on the podcast I've talked about it on my YouTube channel I've had a lot of personal stuff going on over the last year or so And it's just been crap You know But I think that that last trip away at the weekend There on Sunday night just hit home for me And made me realise that's it I am, I am my 40s. I need to change my diet. I need to change my ways of life. I need to sleep more at night, get at least eight hours sleep a night. I need to exercise more and I need to look after my body more because I think it's now guys, the time where my body's just going, Matthew, you're not 21 anymore. You can't work 10, 12, 14 hour days, just live on four or five hours kip and do it all over again like I used to. Even when it first became a parent, more so whenever Lewis was born pacing the floors at 3 and 4 o'clock in the morning with baby with colic while you're only getting 2 hours sleep and going to work working a 14 hour shift the next day. Can't do that no more. I sound like an old man, but when your body gets to a certain age, you need to start looking after yourself more, because if you don't, your body breaks down. And I think that's my body now giving me a wake-up call. So I think I'm a good night's sleep every night. And here's the thing, people have told me in the past to do this, and I've never fucking listened. More so lately in the last couple of years whenever I was with Sandra she always used to come on to me about it and say you know Matthew you're not sleeping enough you're a night owl you don't go to sleep enough you need to, you need to sleep more you need to get up more and exercise more and sleep more and you know you don't sleep as much as what you should do because she used to go to bed at like 10 o'clock at night sometimes and I used to laugh at her but then there was nights obviously we had our nights up where we sat up most of the night laughing and joking and having a bit of fun and cracking and whatever but then she always used to say to me Matthew you know you need to sleep more and I never listened I never fucking listened. I'd be the first to admit that. Um, other people, not even just her. Friends of mine used to say too. Big man, you sleep. You, you, your body only takes so much. And I think now in the last year or so, it's starting to take its toll now. So. But I love me rambling on about me feeling like shit. I hope you have all had a good week since the last time I spoke to you. <laughs> um, I want to thank everybody for the birthday messages once again too. Um, Over... The weekend, you know, a lot of these were wishing me happy birthday. I really do appreciate it. Um, I got some messages I want to read out today from you guys. I got a lot of messages from you guys today uh, about different things that's going on in the world today. Now, what else have we got in the podcast today? Obviously, we've got the jackass of the week, which is coming back today. Got a lot of big stories to talk about today. Dear God Almighty, what has been going on (laughs) since the last time I spoke to you? My inbox has been flooding with messages about what's been going on over the last couple of days in relation to most importantly the b b c lot i mean I mean my fucking inbox once this story broke last week my inbox and and Instagram or a message request on instagram. Facebook messages and the email just went right down. All these messages. What do you think about this? Who do you think it is? What do you think it's going to be? You know, another BBC cover-up, blah, 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 All this here. Got loads to talk about today. I'm going to go into the main story, first of all, in this podcast today, which is being the one that you are all asking for my opinion on, which is the BBC, the latest BBC scandal. Now, for the last couple of days, it's been going around that a top BBC presenter was apparently up to no good. No surprise in the BBC, because they're always up to it. They're all fucking up to it. Even at ITV, they're all up to it as well, like Philip Schofield with his young boyfriend, and all these fucking scandals you see going on. But most importantly, our little friends at the BBC. And here we go. I'm going to start talking about this, and I can guarantee you now, by the time this podcast comes out today, I will have all the BBC lovies. All the little left-wing fucking creepy fucking supporters will be coming in and slitting my inbox. And I hope you do, because you know something? I will laugh at every one of you, because this is my opinion, and on my podcast I can say whatever the fuck I want. Anyway, all these rumors were flying around the last couple of days about this scandal, about this presenter apparently was paying this young 17-year-old child, and I use that term <laughs> phrase, child. I have a 17-year-old child, and I don't know if it was my child. This presenter would be fucking drop-kicked right across BBC uh, he- or their head office headquarters for doing this to my child. I would kick its- I would kick their fucking ass and take them for every penny that they've got. Um, apparently they were them for explicit images of the sexual nature and also more. Then as the days went on, people were starting to wonder who it was. Then another allegation came out that apparently it was now another individual was making allegations against this person and then another person came out as well so all this was going on for days and days and days guys And as you know i haven't been on the air the last couple of days and maybe i should have been on the air obviously again but not being well and stuff there's nothing i can do about that but a lot of yous were on at me about this saying, matthew you gotta speak about this the bbc oh, so many of you were sending me messages who's it gonna be all these wee memes you were sending me pictures and all these wee jokes and stuff about who's it gonna be and you know which one, which presenters are going to be? Is it going to be this one? Is it going to be that one? You know, and our Jimmy Savile cover-up. You know, what the hell's going on? The dirty bastard's fucking going after kids. And then, yesterday they announced who it was. But just before I heard that, they, apparently they were breaking the... The, the the lockdown rules during COVID, which the BBC were fucking pursuing on our TV screens every day in early 2021 about staying away from people and don't go near people and only being a certain group of people and all this COVID shite they were feeding to us by this presenter was a party breaking the rules. And even this person was even one of the ones who was telling us to stay at fucking home. Guys, I've been saying this for a long time. If you're up the mischief in this world, you will always be found out. No matter what it is, whether you're still here or you're dead or whatever, that'll always come out in the end. And this person from the BBC was one of the ones who used to sit on our TV screens every fucking night and spew all this crap. Why, they were breaking the rules themselves. Been saying it for a long time. What goes around comes around. So yesterday, it was announced who this person was. And the fact that the, the person's wife came out and made this statement, and <laughs> I have my view on it, which I'm going to say to it now. But the person who was uh, accused of all this, and apparently it was true, was BBC news reporter, yes, the main reporter of the BBC, the person who you see sitting there reading the news at six, and ten o'clock every fucking night, Hugh Edwards. That's right, the guy who you see who made the announcement about all these things that have been going on in the world in the last lot of years. Massive moments like the Queen's death, King Charles' coronation, uh, COVID, all the stuff been going on. This guy's been part of the BBC for a long time. And all along, during behind the scenes, uh, this person was allegedly paying this child at 17... £35,000 for sexually explicit pictures. Now, this is the thing that gets on my tits. Okay? There was a statement made by his wife saying that apparently it's all down to mental health issues. Now, here's the thing. Remember a few weeks ago we were talking about the Philip Schofield scandal? When it came out and we are all saying, Oh, Philip's struggling with mental health and wasn't struggling with fucking mental health when he was connected to him as some wee young lad, was he? And now they're saying that this, this Hugh Edwards person now is in a hospital receiving treatment for mental health. Like, guys, you know my view on mental health. You know, at the end of the day, you know, I'm probably going to get fucking slated for this and I really don't give a shit. At the end of the day, if you're sending... If you're asking a 17 year old child for images of a sexual nature and willing to pay them money to see it, mental health issues or not, that's fucking sick. In my opinion, it's sick. 17 year old child, not an adult, a child, and they are saying, oh, there's an outpour of support now. And the police have determined informa- uh There's no criminal offence and all here. I'm sorry. If some man, grown ass man. Is texting my daughter. And saying to her. Oh. Show us your private parts. And I'll give you money for it. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Say what you want. I'd kick the son of a bitch's ass. And shove the phone down his fucking throat. 17 year old child. And a grown ass man like that. Is sent, asking for images of a sexual nature and also sending threatening messages towards another person saying to them, you know, trying to make them feel afraid and scared. And, you know, it, it just it, it baffles me and I was just reading before I on the air today that sources are now saying that, that Hugh Edwards has not resigned from the BBC. So are they going to put him back on fucking TV again? This is my point. And a lot of you have been contacting me about this and and a couple of messages in particular stood up in my head. You were all sending me like, you know, oh, you slabber about the BBC so much and you don't like the BBC, but you were on the BBC during your, your, your viral video and on YouTube and during all this stuff, and you've done interviews for Radio Wall Yeah, because they fucking contacted me. The time of the viral video, it wasn't just BBC that I was on, guys. I was on multiple, multiple news channels that time. Multiple. I know people who work in the fucking BBC who do not like the corporation and are only there for a fucking paycheck. I've seen people who I knew before they worked in the BBC We're lovely people, but as soon as they get in there, just like that, they don't want to know you anymore. You're nothing to them anymore. You're scum. Years ago, years and years and years ago, I was offered an opportunity by someone who I knew, which will remain nameless. They applied for an opportunity to be a cameraman at the BBC. And do you think I would have done that? Not a chance. Not a fucking mission. You know my views on the BBC guys. And I'm sorry, but as a parent, if I had a seven I have got a seventeen year old daughter, and if some old man no claiming Nay has mental health problems, no, you must have mental health problems if you're fucking texting a seventeen year old asking to see photographs of her private parts and asking for that and willing to pay money, thirty five grand to a child to show it. that's fucking sick. That is disgusting. I'm sorry. People may think, oh, but he's got mental health problems and all, blah, blah, blah. What the fuck was going on in the head of the likes of Jimmy Savile? When he was, like, abusing all these wee young girls in Top of the Pops, BBC, by the way. All these different things that he was doing going into them in girls' homes and stuff like that and molesting them girls and raping them girls and all. the Well, mental health problems? No. Sick twisted bastard more like it. But the fact now that another BBC person is now coming out again, more scandal, more crap. This is two now we've had in as many weeks. Philip Schofield a few weeks ago about this thing with his boy and now he's like, Oh, I've got mental health problems. uh, uh, This is my view of it, guys. And I struggled with my mental health. And I do get my bad days still to this day. And this annoys me. Because my mental health was so bad 10 years ago, I was, was never, never, not even here anymore. I was nearly dead. And at the end of the day, if you're struggling, I always encourage on this podcast as well, if you have mental health problems, you have anybody at all, like that young gentleman I had the other week there, I remember he, he texted me a bit before saying he was inside for in jail for a while and he's come out and he has mental health problems. He's going to see a counsellor and he's going to see this and going to do that and changing his life. And i actually been speaking to that young lad again recently. And... If you're struggling with mental health problems, go, go and get go and get the help you need. Go and speak to a doctor, go and speak to a specialist, go and speak to your family, go and speak to someone. If you're struggling, speak to someone. Talk up. Speak up. But don't go around fucking texting wee girls at 17 and asking for photographs of their private parts, and then as soon as you get caught, you play the mental health card and cry. I'm sorry. Uh, you, a lot of these are going to disagree with what I have to say, but I have a daughter at 17. And if anybody was texting my daughter 17, a man of his age as well, and asking for photographs of that there, I'm sorry, I'd go to fucking jail. I'd whip his ass. I'm sorry, I wouldn't put up with that shit. BBC presenter or not, I'd be straight to their headquarters saying, excuse me, uh, are you having a fucking Jimmy Giraffe? Like the parent of this child, uh, over the last couple of days, uh, come out as well and said, every time they saw Hugh Edwards on TV, they felt sick how the person was still on TV. And it took the BBC seven fucking weeks they address this matter. Seven weeks. I'm sorry. If you want to be known as a well, well-renowned, well-respected broadcaster, um, as soon as you find it that day, boom, deal with it that day. None of this, oh, we'll do an investigation, and we'll do an internal investigation, which means he's going to get smacked in the rest and nothing done about it. I'm sorry. Bullshit. I always call bullshit out in this podcast, and you know that. And at the end of the day, if, if people don't agree with me on this here, I couldn't give a shit. When I heard this here, this, oh, this man has been texting a 17-year-old child and asking for images of an explicit level. I just thought, what a sick bastard. And paying the child money. And now the fact that he said he's not even resigned. <laughs> and apparently there's people out there who are supporting this. No offense has been committed, apparently. It just oh. it's the fact that the Metropolitan Police concluded that there was no crimin- criminality took place in the ca- in the case of few which is horrifying without any evidence, evidence, um, saying that he was. I don't even want to read any more about it, guys. I'm just sitting here looking through the report I have put in front of me this morning here. It's just it's unbelievable. It. it People are going to say to me, oh, but you know, he had mental health problems. He didn't know what he was doing and blah, 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 blah. This is my view on it. And if you don't like what I have to say about it, then fucking switch this podcast off now. Just switch it off and, and never listen to this podcast again. I have a 17-year-old daughter. And if, anybody, and if they have mental health problems, you should have had it sorted. But the fact that they're coming at my child, 17, asking for that... Is disgusting and should be dealt with. If he has mental health problems, get them sorted. He said the said now he's getting mental health problems out there. He's getting anything sorted like no. That's fine. But at the end of the day, the thing that pissed me off the most was BBC seven fucking weeks. Seven t- Typical. Typical. Guys, I want to hear your more your thoughts on it because a lot of you've been contacting me over this the last couple of days. You know, More Army Podcast at Yahoo.com and contact me on social media, but I'd really appreciate it. It just I'm sorry. And the fact that uh this afternoon here before I re- push record here, your man Tim Devy, he's normal too. That our fucking clown Tim Divi at the BBC. He's normal too. Um There's been a statement put out by him. Uh I'm just going to pull it up here and how we read about man talking to you here. Uh, there we go. It just says here, the last few days has been obviously tar- uh, upsetting for Hugh t- uh, Evers and his family, and you know, there's a full investigation going on within, inside the BBC. And one of you, our immediate concerns are Judy of to all involved. Judy and Kurt, BBC, what a load of fucking shite. I'm sorry, they're corrupt as fuck, the BBC, and they should be closed down for this. Not just the story in general, just overall. People are getting sick and tired of their crap, and the way they sweep things under the carpet, and people get away with everything under the sun. And... These fucking people, the the general public's being forced to pay a TV license that they shouldn't even be paying for because they're already paying an extortionate amount of money for Sky TV, for example. Which a lot of people are no longer going to anymore. (laughs) Excuse me. Because they're sick and tired of paying extortionate prices for these millionaires to become billionaires. And the crap that they put on TV nowadays as well, especially even on terrestrial TV, which is complete and total shit. It's just ridiculous. And, And this is my opinion on it. And at the end of the day, if the man if the man has got mental health problems, and he's getting them addressed. That's fine and dandy. But look at it from my side of it as a parent. About a seventeen year old daughter, and someone that is was contacting my daughter asking for naked pictures of her. I'm sorry, I'd be kicking his fucking ass, and I'd be taking him to court, and I'd be suing the bastard for every penny he has, and I'd be naming shame him, and I wouldn't give a shit. I wouldn't give a shit. Because there's too many of these people out there, especially these big time celebrities, getting away with murder now. And getting smacks on the wrist because of their fucking, their, their their status as a celebrity. So, I'm sorry. It's just, oh, it makes my fucking piss boil, so it does. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> it's just, oh man. Oh, even though I still feel the like crap out there, it just annoys me. It really, really does. Anyway, summer holidays. Yes, guys, it's now in the middle of the summer. And a lot of you have been contacting me and stuff like that there. And I've been asking you over the last couple of weeks, where you've been going to? Holidays, abroad, local holidays, wherever you're going to. And a lot of you are getting in contact with me. But a lot of people, and this is the thing that's been popping up on the, on the store, on the news lately as well, you know, about... Cancelled flights and airports being chock-a-block and the whole stress of the summer holidays and stuff and everybody's always You know wondering you know when they get to the airport is there enough time to get through security? How much time do you have to leave it before your flight? You know People turned up at the airport with their passports being expired or not enough time on their passport to travel people losing their rag over everything It's just a whole stressful time and most importantly Baggage is another thing too as well, getting your bags through, you know, the security and then getting them onto the plane and then we'll say you get to the other side where you're flying to and say it's left behind or it's forgotten or it's lost or whatever. People go fucking boogaloo. This is the time of year where everybody goes mad and they're all like, yeah, 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 summer holiday is great and no, but it's most stressful. I'm due to go on my holiday here very, very soon um, with Brooke and Lewis and Brooke's boyfriend and her friend Grace, which I'm looking forward to. We're going away for nearly a week. Couple of days away, bit of bit of beach, bit of sunshine, chill night, bit of family time, get to spend time with Brooke's boyfriend, spend a bit more time with him, get to know him more, and also get to spend time with Brooke's uh, friend who's been friends with since fucking god knows what age, Grace uh, since primary school. Um, always had time for Grace. Grace is a great kid, so she has known Grace for donkey years. Um, so we're all heading away here in a little bit, so we're looking forward to getting away and just switching off. But yes, guys, a lot of you have getting talking talk about your holidays and stuff. And I read this wee story this morning, which was obviously I want to add to the story. You know, of your summer holidays and stuff. It says, a jet two holiday maker ended up mixing suitcases her up London the airport. Uh, they returned from the Glasgow airport from Tenerife on the 8th of July, at around one forty five a.m. Retrieved what she believed was her suitcase from the conveyor belt, but later discovered it didn't belong to her. She opened the black snake skin suitcase to find out someone else's belonging inside it. Uh, This is a recent thing that's been going on with airline Jet 2, where a lot of suitcases have been mixed up and obviously sent to wrong locations lately. and Jet 2 are getting hammered by customers everywhere. (laughs) That wasn't like doing that, or like if someone has the same suitcases, you need to get the I don't know, say you're going to Spain or France or something, and you make up and it's so, Like for me, for example, same like a suitcase, and I opened it up, and it's all women's clothes. <laughs> You'd be fucking pissed, wouldn't you? But um Jet Tour in the news today, they're getting slaughtered by a lot of people saying um about the whole situation, about the holidays and stuff. It is a stressful time, guys, to be honest with you. Holidays can't be a fucking stressful time. You know, it's just absolutely crazy. You know, the airports, for example, are are, are crazy. Um, you know, we just and I were in Stansted airport last week coming through. We were lucky enough, we weren't in the queues for the crazy flights, we were just in the for local domestic flights. So we were straight through security and away. But some of the people in them fucking queues were going mad like going ballistic. Like, thank god I'm not traveling fucking abroad this year. Anyway, if you are going on holiday this year, enjoy your summer holidays. So, they you enjoy your summer holidays. Because it's the time, of, even though we're getting shitty with about how have a lot of you send me messages from different places across Europe and stuff. And actually had one there sent to me two weeks ago on Instagram from a regular listener to the podcast and his wife and two kids were in Florida. And it was like fucking extortionate heat. So I was not that I wasn't jealous or nothing. Like, Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Look who was in the UK this week. Our wee friend. Are we local care resident from the local care home, Mr. Sleepy Joe Biden. Sleepy Joe, the man who hasn't got a fucking ounce of it between his brains. The man who in my opinion should be in a care home, having his fucking nappy changed twice a day and his catheter bag changed and also fed his medication. He was over visiting the King, King Charles and I'm sure you've all probably saw the videos of him when he was walking around with the guards walking away off in his own wee fucking world not knowing what day it was God love him poor wee man was lost he was like a wee lost soul it was like when I used to work in the car it was years ago we used to get the, the residents we used, to, we used to call them escapees who used to try and escape and dander down the road and, and like dander even when their wee minds and all started to go God love them. we used to escape from the home and head down the road and you know used to catch them walking down the carriageway and some of them were selling their nightgowns or their jammies or whatever or half naked even or whatever, and their me minds and all started to go God love them uh, God rest most of their wee souls now because they're no longer with us um, but yeah wee sleepy Joe was here and some of the stuff he's been up to this week has just been fucking scandalous um, stammering his speeches again disrespecting the king by walking away off on him as well um, you know He's been raised further questions this speak about his fitness for the office. After listening to this one here, he mistakenly called Ukrainian president, uh, was it Vladimir Zelensky called him? But he called him Vladimir Putin. <laughs> so, will, will the government in America put everybody out their fucking misery and take this man out of office? He, he, he He's not fit. How many times have I said this on this fucking podcast? The man is unfit. He's too old. You know, and these people out there are literally saying, Oh, he's okay. God, God love him. He's alright. No, The man needs to be in a fucking girl. <laughs> He does. Oh, I give up. I really do. But I was just watching some of them videos that were being shared on the internet over the last couple of days. Um about you know sleepy joe and stuff and the one when he was walking up with the guards were with the king and it was like he was walking ahead of himself and i was like "Charges walking behind him going uh is anybody uh, is his her here to bring him back in again you know it's just unbelievable it really is unbelievable but yeah he was here this week and again those videos i just had to laugh so hard but anyway, some good news today, guys. Um, for anybody who works in the public sector, uh, millions of public sector workers, including teachers, police, and junior doctors, will get a, a pay raise between 5 to 7%. It's been announced today. Um, police and pl- uh, police and prison officers will receive a 7% pay raise, while teachers and junior doctors will receive a 65 and 6-point 6 raise, respectfully. we remate, Rishi Sunak, who I think is useless as fucking anything, Uh, The races will happen. Um, Obviously, with immediate effect. Which is great to see. Um, The full list that's been announced today, if you're any of those out there, um, police officers are getting 7%. Junior doctors, 6%. uh, Prison officers, 7%. Armed forces, only 5%. And teachers, 6.5%. I think that armed forces... Should we get more? And teachers? Should we get more of them to put up with all the fucking shit they put up with these days as well? Which a lot of you've been contact me speaking to teachers a lot. I've read a lot of your emails over the last couple of days about teachers. About all this fucking can't say this to kids and can't teach them up because they're easily offended. Snowflake generation and all this crap identifying and all that shit. I, I oh guys, some of the messages you've been sending me over the last couple of days, but that's been brilliant. Um, which I'm gonna read shortly to you. Um Yeah. The uh the pay raises have been announced this afternoon, which is a good thing, but I think they should get more. So anyway, on to some news here from Northern Ireland. Now as you all know, it was the eleventh and twelfth of July parades yesterday and the day before, and some of you were asking me whether i going to be attending them, and I said no, because I don't go to them anymore, because, again, I explained the reason why a few weeks, I think it was a week or two ago on the podcast, um, because sometimes I feel that there's like, trouble there and stuff like that, which is crazy. And I was just reading some of the stories through today, and this one here stood out for me, and I couldn't believe it when I was reading it. Paramedics were kicked and bitten at 11 July Bonfire Parade. 11 ambulance staff were targeted at four locations, three of them were... Uh, bonfire sites over the 11th of July. Listen to this here. Attacks on 11 ambulance staff on the night of the 11th of July and early hours of the 12th of July have been strongly condemned by the Northern Ireland Ambulance Service. The assaults occurred, occurred at four locations, three of them bonfire sites in a six-hour period from late on Tuesday into the early hours of Wednesday. The most serious incident occurred at a bonfire in Carrick, Fergus. County Antrim, involving a member of five staff one person was arrested in connection with another incident in Lisburn. It happened in the Ballymacaish area with further staff assaulted in 4th River Avenue of Belfast and Belfast City Centre. The Northern Iron Ambulance Service is said to have made a statement about this. Uh, it says here, During the car service staff were kicked, punched and bitten, spat at and had threats made on their lives. A student paramedic was also amongst the assaulted in the incident. The Chief Executive from the Northern Ireland Ambulance Service Executive said we will strongly have in the region of 11-12 to 12 assa- staff assaulted each period of, sorry, each year during this time, which is of course itself appalling. Overall, last year in Northern Ireland there were 652 ambulance staff attacked in Northern Ireland, but to be so many in such a small space of time is obviously great concern. It's not for me to speculate on what causes people to behave that way. It's a small minority, but when they do, the impact of staff on our service is very significant. He then goes on uh, to talk about it and saying about obviously what plan they have moving forward and saying the attackers should be ashamed of themselves. Guys, I talked about, I think it was last week's podcast, I talked about this. This is another reason why I don't go to these anymore. And it's not because, you know, Because I even had a message on Instagram from somebody saying, oh, you don't go to the band parades anymore and you don't go to the bonfires because you think you're bigger than everybody. I don't think I'm bigger than fucking anybody. I just don't want to go and be surrounded by morons. Like, look at this here ambulance staff being attacked. Like, what is the fucking sense in it? Like, don't get me wrong, a lot of uh, local 11th of July fires in the Bangor area where I live, all went off great. There was no issues. I had friends who were at one. And they said they had a great night. I even heard stories that I was reading online over the last couple of days that people, even, even people in the Catholic community, were helping build some of the bonfires in Belfast, which I thought was fucking great, bringing the communities closer together. You know, it was great. I even saw a, a, a report this morning on I don't know, I don't know where it was. I think it was YouTube or something. RTE from down south were up doing news reports on the biggest bonfires been made in history, two hundred and ten feet, I think it was and they were there and, and even on GB News yesterday they were doing a whole big thing on the parade and you seen all the families out and having a great time and you know it was great and they were asking them why they go out every year to the bands and stuff to get there but then on the other side of it you see all these fucking numpties going around there you go for example attacking ambulance staff you know just being complete fucking dicks and it ruins it for everybody else. And what did they get out of it a criminal record arrested Showing off in front of their fucking mates thinking they're Billy Big Bulls. And this is the reason why I don't go to. And it's not because you think, oh, Muffy doesn't go as he thinks he is somebody and all. He doesn't want to go. On. What a shit. I used to go to bonfires every year when I was a kid. I grew up in Belfast. There was a bonfire right outside my fucking house every year. And even when I grew up still at home here in Bangor, we used to go to the fire every year. And then it got to the stage where it started getting... A little bit feisty, and people were, then this new generation of kids were coming along, and then they all started coming out and just using it as an excuse to go out and get pissed and start fights. And now, innocent ambulance staff who are out on the call that night just to try and do their job, are being attacked, spat on, bitten, and threatened. And all they're doing is their fucking job. And this is the reason why I don't go near them every single year. Because of that. But for what I saw... On news reports, and for what I read online, for what I've seen on social media, most of it turned out good. There were a, a, a pass by no issues, apart from the occasional, you know, we get the other you go, the local scumbag who thinks he's Billy Big Balls with a couple of bottles of drink in him, thinks he can bait the fucking word and start fights with Buddy. And he either picks a fight with the wrong person, gets his ass kicked, or he picks a fight with the wrong person, he gets himself arrested, and spends a night in jail, gets smacked in the wrist, and off he goes. But yeah, reading that there about that almond stuff, it was just fucking crazy. And again, it's it's so so sad to read things like that because at the end of the day, I mean, people go out there to try and enjoy themselves. But again, it's this generation where there's ones out there who just love to go out and pick fights. Ah, <sighs> it <sighs> just makes me. Oh, that's why I going to hear. More Northern Ireland news for you today. People in Northern Ireland now uh, who were in charge of the country at the time are now being involved in a, another COVID inquiry. So um former First Minister Arlene Foster was interviewed the other day, and also Michelle O'Neill has been interviewed as well. Um they said obviously there's a whole big investigation going on about you know how the how the, the thing was dealt with, should we do, dealt with it quicker? You know, all the different things that are going on. You probably heard about it all over the news in the last couple of days about the COVID inquiry and stuff like that there. will now, Michelle O'Neill and Arlene Foster have been interviewed as well. Um, now, you know, Michelle O'Neill's turn turned around saying about, you know, that Northern Ireland were left second, base basically, comp- over to, compared to the UK. What I saw with my own personal eyes and my opinion of it was whenever Bumbling Boris made a fucking decision during lockdown about another lockdown or whatever it was, our boys over here fucking followed suit two or three, four days later, maybe a week later. Because we never heard Boris going, oh, We got to stay at home for another three weeks to try and flatten the curve. And I remember turning around to Mum and Dad at the time, or at the time when I was with Sandra, I was like, You know, what are you saying about another couple of days? Are them, or two fucking clowns from the circus are going to, at the top of the hill are going to come out and say, Oh, well, but think we're going to do a Norway lockdown for another week or two. And that's exactly what fucking happened. They followed suit. Every time. There's a whole big investigation going on at the minute and everybody wants to know and I did say to it that what goes around comes around and these people will be standing in front of a judge and I've always said that for a long, long time. So I have, so... It's fucking mental, so it is absolutely insane. Right, what else have I got for you today before I go on to some of your questions? Because guys, I just wanted to basically try and, um, you know talk about a few bit, bits and pieces and stuff like that there and then obviously get into uh, some of your questions because a lot of you have been questioning me over the last couple of days in relation to a lot of different things that have been going on in the world Right, I, I did have something else on my, I've, I've got my laptop here in front of me today and I have a few things up but I accidentally shut some of the pages that I'm trying to fucking re again Right, this is the other one I have before I go Telephone, broadband and internet providers that's what I need to speak to you about. Lost a page on my laptop for flip-sick, now I've got it up here. Now, everybody's, everybody out there has the internet nowadays, no matter where it goes. Well, apart from my mum and dad, they just use the internet on their phones. Well, phone, well mum's phone. Mum and dad share the connection. Don't ask, it's a long fucking story. <laughs> mum and dad still, no home broadband, but I won't say no more about that. Home broadband and telephone stuff like that. There. I mean, who really uses the landline nowadays? I don't. <laughs> I haven't even got a landline anymore. All I have in my house is home broadband for work and for the kids and things like that. So, yeah, there's all different options you have out there. You know, from all your big companies like so BT and, you know, Sky and Virgin and Vodafone and 3 and all these different telephone companies now are all doing broadband. And over in the mainland, you've got all these different ones over there too as well. And all your different options now of having the internet. But here's the thing. Like a home company, the likes of a BT or a Virgin or whatever, offer you a contract to, you know, sign up with them for a service, whether it be broadband, broadband, telephone, most of them have TV services now. Even the likes of TalkTalk Talk and TV and Virgin and BT and Sky and all these different companies and all now have all these different options for you to do home broadband, telephone, etc, etc. But recently, that. I've even came across people who I've been reading this story this morning, brought up memories for me for even my own brother and different people who were on this network trying to have problems, either getting out of their contract or having problems with the service or being given like a 30 day get out clause at the start of their contract and they messed them about, whatever else. Virgin Media have now been investigated by telecoms regulator over complaints that it's too difficult for customers to cancel their contracts. Uh, People told Ofcom they struggle to speak to a customer service agent by telephone, with some calls being dropped and others facing long waiting times to be answered. I remember actually Tony telling me about that whenever he was speaking with Virgin Media. Others said they have been made to repeat requests to cancel their services. Virgin Media says customers relating to difficult leaving have overhauled this past year or so. Uh, is the latest in a series of setbacks for the media giant, which has come under fire in recent months over disruption to its services, which again I've heard about. Virgin Media is not even available in my area, for God's sake. Uh, that led to, this past April, when thousands of people across the UK reported they were unable to access the internet twice in one day. That's the thing, when Tony had that service. Now here's the thing, I live in bangers front of my brother. he He got it and I can't get it. Strange, it's a strange, strange, strange service. In this past June, some Virgin Media email users were left unable to send or receive emails for 36 hours. While this issue was resolved, some customers still could not access their inbox two week, up to two weeks later as well. Virgin Media were asked whether this dispute to, uh, for emails and has been fully resolved, and also their internet services as well. All comes after telecom companies raised their prices substantially in April by Virgin Media telling their customers they face an average of 13.8% increase to their bills. Here's the thing I know a lot of people in Belfast who have Virgin Media and had it for years. Services, well, pretty quick. But again, they've always had problems. You know, trying to get through to someone, trying to get it cancelled. Trying to have an issue, I had a friend of mine from Belfast who, she had a problem, her and her husband get in some broadband, I remember, it's been, oh God, how many years ago this, wasn't I? And they always give you a 30-day, you know, if you're not happy with your service, within 30 days, we will, you have a right to cancel your contract, cancel the service, blah, 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 blah. And within a week or two, they rang him up and said, look, listen, this service is crap, where I am, it keeps cutting off, it cuts off at like 12 o'clock at night, Um, it's not happening. And I don't like it, so please cancel the contract. Come and get your, your equipment and take it away. And they were like, oh yeah, no problem. We'll send someone out and all. And then they waited for nearly two weeks. And after the or two weeks was up, they said, oh no, you're outside your 30 days now. And you're like, whoa, 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 why? I rang you on this date, this time, and I answered the call. All your calls should be recorded for training and quality purposes, like most companies do now. Oh, we don't have a record of that call. load of shit. They ended up having to go into a contract with Virgin, which they didn't want. They ended up disputing it all. And... I don't even know how I think he went to the small claims court as far as more. This was a long time ago. But again, I've never had any experience with virgin media. Um but there is obviously different options out there. Um there is rights obviously when you when you have a broadband provider or telephone provider. A lot of people don't even have a landline anymore. I don't have a landline. I have just broadband in my home. Home broadband. But my home broadband is a business broadband because I use it for the likes of uploading videos, my work from home, and and Lewis is on his Playstation all the time, Brooke will be on her TV you know, we watch Netflix and Amazon and all movies and stuff they got through there and there's all different things that go on in the house at once, you know, we've got a Google Home thing set up in the house, Brooke's got a wee uh, Alexa thing in her bedroom I have another Alexa in the kitchen just all wee different things that are connected our phones are connected to the internet, laptops are connected to the internet, Playstations and everything else so i up i upgraded my package recently to business broadband which is brilliant i don't have any issues with it at all so far i haven't had any issues with them for a while now but again you know it, you do have options to change there guys and um there's a thing here's been brought out as part of this story it says what are my rights for changing my home broadband suppliers so anybody out there who's looking to change their broadband and are out of contract or coming day contract this may be of interest to you if you're near the end of your contract, you should uh could benefit by switching to a different supplier altogether. Or if you're good at negotiating, you may be able to get down the price of your current deal by calling. That's a little trick I used to do years ago with Sky TV. Look, listen, Virgin Media or Talk Talk are offering me a better deal for Sky Sports or whatever. What? Don't know. Yeah, negotiating piece of piss. I used to do it for a living, and I'm used to it. If you're not out of contract and you're struggling to pay your bill, there's support available. You can arrange a payment plan with your provider or might be able to allow you to switch to a cheaper internet package without paying a penalty fee. There's also a broadband mobile tariffs available which are meant to help people on universal credit and other means-tested benefits as well. I didn't know that. Um, Virgin Media Party are one of the suppliers offering us a, a social tariff for over £12.50 a month There's no charges of getting on a social tariff, no fee to leave before the contract expires And the price will increase midway through This is where they get you as well, guys, as well, you got to remember this They always say to you, oh, we'll give you uh, this for this price And then after a wet, it goes up Or whenever you sign up for a new contract for the first time They always say to you, oh, your first bill's in two weeks uh, I haven't even had a fucking month of the service yet, and you're charging me for two weeks This is where they get you, especially Sky, they're the worst for it, especially with TV packages. you got to give them 30 days to get out of the contract, and it's a whole big palaver. So it is. So, um, you know, Ofcom's now come out and said they're investigating Virgin Media, um, whether they're, they're dealing with their customers correct or not. So for any Virgin Media customers out there, if you have any issues, let me know about it, and I'll talk about it on the podcast. Um, but yeah, broadband. You have all your different options now compared to fuck. Do you remember the days when the internet first came out? You had all these different issues and problems, where it was like dial up, and I mean, even when I was at home, we never had broadband because my dad couldn't afford it. Um, but I remember when I first got my first broadband after I moved out and moved in with um Brooklyn Lewis's mum. Uh, Tell you a lie, our first house we only lived the for six months, and then we bought our first house well, six months later. We got our first broadband up, it was what was it, speed 54 kilobytes per second, which is fucking atrocious. And it was with Talk Talk, and it was a fucking nightmare. And I remember, sorry, what was it, Talk Talk? No, the first one was with BT, and then the contract expired after a year, and then the second year. It was about a year and a half after I had got over the contract. And the speed was about 2 or 3 meg at the time. Which was fucking atrocious back then. You think about it really. Went to Talk Talk. It was sh- it's was been Talk Talk first started coming out on the scene. This was around about 2006. Going into 2007. Early 2007. That's when we moved out our second house. Two years there, we sold the house and moved on. And it was so funny because when I rang him up. I spoke to this Indian person on the phone. I never forget the phone call. It's just to show you how good my fucking memory is. Um, on the phone this person saying, like, we're moving house in a week or two. And we're just letting you know we're moving house. So we want to change the address and get the broadband switched to the new house. Oh, it'll be two, two or a month or two before we can get you on, sir. And I went, so obviously if it's going to be a month or two before you can get me on, I'm not paying for the service. Will oh, you still have to pay your service? I mean, pay my service for what? You will be paid for two months of internet and not even fucking have it? I don't think so. It ain't gonna fucking happen goodbye stick your contract up your ass I'm away and I've never been on TalkTalk top Talk ever again never in a million years all our services I've had over the years the likes of BT I've had sky internet too as well um, but again it's just it's just sort of fluctuates it's obviously what's the best deal for me right now and the speed the company I'm with at the minute is great and the speed is phenomenal We get really good fast upload I can upload a vlog really quickly. I can upload stuff on the internet really, really quickly, especially when doing highlights for football and stuff like that. There, like a full ten minute highlight video can take me like not even two minutes to upload. Which is incredible. Speed's fantastic. So So in relation to broadband, guys, um yeah. You know, there's a lot of different options there, but just be careful whenever you are, you know, choosing who you want to choose as a broadband provider and television, because at the end of the day, some of these companies are there can like lead you on and make you think to yourself, well, I've got a great deal. And then all of a sudden, you fucking don't. You're hit with a big massive bill. And I'll also ask as well um, about the get out clauses of your contracts and discuss every little detail you can. Try and be careful because they always have these wee hidden clauses and things like they got there. And that's why I always sort of like review and research things before I even, you know, agree to do anything. So, But anyway, before I go into Jackass of the Week this week, I'm going to go into some of your questions, which a lot of you have been contacting me over the last couple of days, guys, which I really appreciate, especially with the birthday messages flipped me, guys. I put up in that video on my Instagram um, about the boys giving me the cake and stuff like that I got there at the football ground last Saturday, and a lot of you were jumping in with your messages wishing me a happy birthday, and saying to me, you know, have a great birthday. Guys, I, you I just don't, I don't understand how much it means to me, all those messages. So from my heart, bottom of my heart, sorry, thank you for all the messages once again. I do appreciate all your love and support. But anyway, let's get into some of your questions today before we go to the jackass of the week for this week. I'm going to go to Facebook first of all because I've got two comments on the Facebook page. And I've got, a, uh, well, there's obviously Facebook messages there, which I've applied to some of them yesterday, but... Um, one here first of all from William Montgomery on Facebook. Hello, William. How do you think Liverpool are going to get on this year in the Premier League? I was at I was at the match against Harlem with Welders. Okay, you're at the match at the Welfers the weekend. Uh, okay, looking on his profile, he's from Cool Rain. Hello, William. I don't even know why I met you the weekend, did I? Oh, we look at your profile here, and she'll recognise your face. No, it did not say it. I remember Dave's met a couple of people down there, so hello William from Rain. How are you? <laughs> Thank you for the message, I do appreciate it. How do you think Liverpool's going to go on this season? Well, I've heard stories this morning. Yeah, this is fucking crazy, this is morning. Watching the boys back in pre-season training there two days ago, which is great to see them all coming back. And tr- somebody got a haircut. Someone got a haircut, or does that say somebody got a haircut? Trent is back to normal. Trent Alexander-Arnold got those fucking stupid looking dreadlocks cut off never suited them and he's got them back and he's back to the old looking Trent and even the boys, you see him coming to the train and all the boys, even Robbo, Robinson was like oh yes, thank god, yes mate, you're back to normal great um, but then I heard today and it was on Sky Sports News this morning that a Saudi Arabian club the club that Gerard's is managing by the way, yes, yeah, Stevie Jordan in Saudi Arabia, crazy They've offered him four times what he's getting at Liverpool at the minute. And they said it's an estimate of 700 grand a week for Jordan Henderson. He's 30, 32, 33. 700 fucking grand a week to kick a ball in Saudi Arabia. I was talking that apparently he wants, he's considering the offer, sorry, he's considering the offer going to Saudi Arabia. Like, what the fuck? It's, it's crazy money. Now I know obviously a lot of Liverpool players out right there and, and the ones are coming towards the end of the run that we were on like James Milner's away and Naby Keita's away and Bobby Firmino's away and you know are we going to lose Henderson too our captain most importantly which is going to be a strange one but uh, uh, will he accept the offer it's a bit of a strange one like, but seven, a reported 700 fucking grand a week for a play, Anyway, to answer your question, how do you think we're going to do this year? It depends who was saying. We've obviously signed two at the minute. We're looking to bring in a couple more. Uh, the strength in the midfield. I've also heard Thiago's on his way too as well. Galatasaray put an offer in for him too as well. I hope... I hope we do a lot better than what we did last season. We have to because last season was just atrocious. Um, But to answer your question, William, I think we'll do alright. We're in Europa League in all this year. And... Which I'm not looking forward to spending my Thursday... <laughs> I'm not looking forward to spending my Thursday nights at Anfield instead of Tuesdays or Wednesday nights. Um, Which I'm going to them games, by the way. Uh, But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Looking forward to this season. Cause I have a couple of matches booked already for next season. So I'm looking forward to it. So I am. So, yes, it should be fun. Bit bit be an interesting season. See how so I'm looking off to a good start. William, I think we'll do alright. Hopefully. One more here from Joe says hi how, how can you be so strong? The stuff you've been through uh makes you a role model okay I would love to talk to you more about it if you are open up on your platforms. if you open up on your platforms and talk on your platforms like others can do as well Hmm. it's a bit of an interesting one um yes, Joe, it has been a, a stressful time lately, so it has but um yeah i've talked about a few different things here but not everything talked about a few wee things on the on, on the uh on the podcast as well so and my youtube channel too so but thanks for your message let's get into one of your uh messages from facebook let's have a look here and see right i have one here from joseph joseph says hey matthew how you doing i saw you in belfast a few months ago i wanted to approach you and say hi but I didn't want to disturb your time with your son. I've been a long-time follower of your YouTube channel and was dying to meet you. When I saw you in Belfast City Centre with your son, I got a little bit nervous and I wanted to approach you, but I didn't want to disturb you spending time with your son. Just wanted to let you know that I'm a big fan of all your work and cheer you on with all encouragement as I love watching all your content every single day. Keep up the good work and hopefully next time I will have the courage to come and say hi. Okay, Joseph, you should have come up and said hello anyway. Me and Lewis and I would love to have met you. Um, Thanks for the message. appreciate it. Um, You should have come up and said hello. I I always say this to people. Never, ever, 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 ever think that you can't approach me. Even if I'm having a shitty day, come and approach me. Because that person who approaches me will make me feel better and brighten up my day even more. So thank you, Joseph. And listen, next time you see me, come and say hi. Please do. Please, 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 please. Come and say hi. I'd appreciate it. I really, really, really would. Um. Right. Here we go here. Let's see. Uh, on the Instagram now here. Have a wee quick nosy, nosy around uh, Instagram. One here from Fergus Johnston. I sent it to me on Monday. Let me not replied to him. I apologise. Happy birthday, Matthew. Sorry I'm late. Hope all is well with you and the fam. I obviously, his family. We will talk more at the next game. Okay. Fergus, thank you very much for the message. I do appreciate it. Uh, let's go into another one here. From Thomas. Thomas. Where is he from? a look his profile. Thomas is from. Oh, he's from Glasgow. Hello, Thomas. On Instagram. Hi, are you? Thomas says, Hi Matthew, just wanted to know how your trip finished up. Sorry, how your trip with your mum and dad finished up as they were in Edinburgh. Hope everything had cleared up with the situation with the hotel you were talking about on the podcast. Edinburgh could be touch and go, but also quite expensive. Hope they had a great time. Don't even get me started on it. <laughs> Don't get me started on the same mum in my ear. We've had to put a whole investigation thing into the situation where they, I could talk, talked about this a couple of weeks ago when they were in Edinburgh, that, that they ended up having a fucking nightmare, they were put in a place that wasn't shown in their booking, and there was a whole big mix up, and I've had to contact booking.com, and it's been a whole big fucking flab up. but apart from that, they enjoyed Edinburgh, they wouldn't be doing as much in Edinburgh as like, me and you would probably do, because I've heard, I've never been to Edinburgh, but I've heard it's all hills, and mum and uh, dad's like recovering from a heart attack a few months ago, and he's still trying to take it a little bit easy, and he's just doing bit by bit, day by day and he's just sort of like trying to you know, enjoy everything as he can but, uh, but the answer to answer your question, Thomas they had an absolute ball uh, Mum and Dad said they had a great time and they loved the sights and things like that there but I think I would probably enjoy Edinburgh more than what they would, to be honest with you and I even said to him the other day when I was in London uh, last week with Lewis I said she wouldn't last five minutes from fucking London and we're like, why? It's too fucking big and too busy. You get lost. I'd be getting phone calls every five minutes. Where am I? I'm lost. <laughs> oh dear. No, honestly. Um, for what I know, they had a good time apart from the hotel situation. So absolute nightmare. So they are. So, but that's just mum and dad for you. But thanks for your message. I do appreciate it. Right. Let's get on the another one here from. Right, I've one here from, is it Namar? Namar, N-A-M-A-R-A. Namar has said to me, Hey Matthew, how are you today, my friend? Another message coming to you here from London. No, oh, thank you very much. Just wanted to see if you had a good time while you were away in London last week. I hope to run into you someday as I am a big fan of your YouTube channel. I am from South London and I've been a long-time viewer for the last two years. Love the videos from London. Looking forward to your London tour video with Lewis. When are you going to be posting it, my friend? Okay. Well, is it Namar, Namir? whatever your name is I, I hope I pronounced that right. Um, yes, I will get it because I've been not too well the last couple of days. I'm going to be putting up my birthday video. Well, birth, i say birthday video. just like me and Lewis and fucking Barry's. It's like a montage of Lewis and, and, and the the arcades and stuff. And us in Port Rush and then me getting the birthday cake and things like that. So... And then the London video, the London tour, I'm going to get that up over the weekend, guys, because I need to get it up. Um, it was recorded on my bigger camera for better zoom quality and stuff, so, um, yeah, you all know, guys, I have well. The last couple of days I've been quite tired and run down, so I'm going to get that all edited and stuff like that. It won't take too long to put together. It's on for about 20 minutes, but it's a good video. I'm looking forward to putting that up for you guys to see. But, yes, thanks for your message. Is it Namar and or the mayor? I hope I've got that right. Um, if I haven't got it right, I do apologize Uh, Let's have a look here and see, do one more here on Instagram, Uh, right, one here from Adam, Adam Campbell, hello Adam, hi are you, what does he say, he says, hi Matthew, just wanted to drop you a message for your podcast this week. Just wanted to see if there's any other subjects you'll be bringing up on the podcast and and segments. I know you have Jackass of the Week, which we love and listen to every single week. But is there any other segments you were thinking about maybe bringing into the program? Let us know. I would love to hear your thoughts on this. Okay. I have been writing down a few ideas, like different segments and stuff and whatnot. But again, this is where I leave it up to you guys, where I keep asking you, is what would you like to hear Any type of segment you'd love to hear me do, or like a top 10, or I don't know, a jackass of the week, or we could be hero of the week, or, you know... Whatever you want to do, you know, I want to hear you guys like different things you want to hear on this podcast. A lot of you just prefer to hear me sit and talk shit for every fucking like 10 hour and twenty minutes every episode or whatever. But at the end of the day, you know, it, this is your this is I do this podcast for you guys, so whatever you'd like to hear or see, then please let me know. Um I'd love to hear from you. Right, I'll go into the emails here, Murror Army Podcast at Yahoo.com. Yahoo. Right. <sighs> <sighs> This this podcast is making me feel me a bit better. I am still a bit tired. I think I am going to need more coffee later on. Some point, okay. Here we go. One here from Stephen. Stephen writes to me on the on the. I don't know why my my Google Home people in the background there. You see, you probably heard when we Google Home people in the background there. (laughs) Stephen has wrote to me saying, "Hi Matthew, happy belated birthday. Hope you had a great weekend away for your birthday. Enjoyed your vlogs um, when you were away with your son over the weekend. It seemed good fun." I hope you had a great birthday. What type of presents did you get this year? Anything nice and different than normal? Let me know what you think. Let me know what you think. Okay, it's a bit strange way they asked it there. Should we let me know what you got? Wouldn't that be? I don't know. Anyway, thank you for your, your email. Yes, I did get some presents. Mum and Dad bought me lovely aftershave. Um What else did I get for my birthday? I got more aftershave. I got <laughs> so, I got bought a bottle of Sambuga. <laughs> I know, crazy. Um, I got taken out for dinner. Um, what else did I get? I think that's pretty much it. I didn't get very much... Guys, I, I, here's the thing about birthdays. I don't really sort of like... Celebrate birthdays as much as what I used to. You know what I mean? I, I've never been really a big birthday person. You know, because I've told this story before. And I'm not trying to be soppy or nothing about it. Like, But my 16th birthday... I worked. Um, My 18th birthday, I worked, I think I worked night shift that night. I did. Did I work night shift? Or did I work an all day shift? No. I worked a 13 hour shift that day in my job in the car home. And on my 21st birthday, I worked night shift. My 30th birthday, I had a bit of a thing with my wrestling buddies when I used to do the wrestling back in the day. Mum and dad and my ex-wife put like a wee sort of couple of friends round the house and that was ever we, we had a wee drink whenever that was about it nothing special if you watch my vlogs you'll see in my 40th I went for a walk up the, uh, the stairway to heaven thing here in Northern Ireland done that for my 40th birthday and then I came home and sat in the house me and Tony went out for a couple of drinks with his friend Daniel didn't do very much for that either and then this year I worked on my birthday so I don't really you know next year's my, well not 8 years to go and I'll be 50 Woo. Have I make it that far? <laughs> um, it it's just birthdays have always been like just a normal day to me, to be honest. Um, you know it's one of those things. But uh, yeah, thanks for your message. I did get some nice presents for it out there, so what I do obviously I appreciate all the gifts that I got. Lovely aftershaves I got. Lovely aftershave from mum and dad. And then I got an hour aftershave as well. Um, and then I got a bottle of Sambuca and taken off out a my dinner and all, so I, I, I'm happy enough of that. If someone handed me, made, made me a dinner or handed me a card, I'm chuffed. I'm over the moon. <laughs> Seriously, over the moon. So, there you are. Right, guys, I want to go and get, get on to the favourite segment of the week that we all love. I've actually missed this guy. So I have since last week. Didn't get to do him last week because there was not no podcast last Thursday. But anyway, yes, it's night time for the segment that we all love. It's nighttime time for the Moor Army podcast, Jackass of the Week segment. <laughs> there he is. Old bundling Boris the fucking donkey. <laughs> there's, no, there's, there's very little consideration for this week's podcast, who Jackass of the Week's going to be this week. We all know who it's going to be. There's no consideration at all. So anyway, after very little consideration... And a lot of you've contacted me m- 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 more than n- n- non- n- n- you non and what the time set word now. I but anyway. A lot of you were contacting me about this and saying this would be the jackass of the week this week, which is true. The murami podcast, Jackass of the Week for this week, please can I get a drum roll, please? Thank you very much. The murami Jack murami podcast, sorry, Jackass of the Week for this week is the BBC. Well, that's right, the British Bashing corporation for all their ways they handled this situation in relation to the BBC presenter being accused of the, all the stuff that's been going on over the last couple of days, and the way they handled it, the way it took them seven weeks to announce it and investigate it and whatever else, and just overall the way they handled the whole situation. So the jackass of the week for this week is our good old friends at the BBC. Yes, they are the jackasses of the week for this week. So there you go. Right, guys, I'm going to go because I've been yamling on here for quite a while now. And, and you get this podcast put together and get it out. And i got a couple of hour vlogs to edit today as well. I'm going to get more coffee. I'm going to get a shave and a shower and pick my ass up and get moving for and try and get myself back to normal. Um, hopefully I feel a bit better over the weekend because i got football matches coming up at the weekend. Uh, we're playing Linfield this weekend. If you're about Belfast this weekend guys, you want to come and watch a bit of pre-season football. Danny Blance Stadium this weekend at 3 o'clock. We are playing Linfield um, at 3 o'clock. The premiership side, about one of the biggest clubs in the world, Linfield. They have won the most league titles in the world of any club. We're playing them on Saturday. Um, what else I'm up to this weekend Um, Actually it'll be an interesting day on Sunday I'm off out with Dad on Sunday Dad's car is going for an MOT So I might take Dad out for a wee coffee on Sunday And have a bit of a catch up with Dad um, Stay tuned to the YouTube channel guys Over the coming days The Mirror Army YouTube channel Please hit subscribe on that channel I would appreciate it And also on this channel as well If you're listening to this podcast on YouTube as well Please drop a subscribe on it I would appreciate it um, I'm going to be dropping the London video this weekend I'm also going to be dropping the video that I recorded um, With my birthday And I've got a couple more as well um, po- or, Vlogs have been recorded over the last couple of days So stay tuned for those coming up on the channel as well Right guys, hope you all have a great weekend And don't forget to go onto our website For all your podcasts And all the previous videos Get yourself some merchandise as well for the summer MoorArmy.co.uk. I would appreciate it guys Right, until Tuesday I will see you back here for another podcast that I'll open you know up to over the weekend and talk about all the other stuff that's been going on in the world. And until then, guys, I will see you all then. Have a good weekend. Stay safe. Most importantly, stay away from those oil protesters. <laughs> I'm joking. Till Tuesday, guys. Have a good weekend. And I'll see you all then. Thanks for listening.